Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Lower Gentry Studios is a film production company based in the Treasure Valley that specializes in high-quality productions at a low cost. You'll be able to catch their latest web series starting December 19th, 2018. That web series is called Canyon County. Um, Today, I sit down with Cody Newton. Cody Newton is a Treasure Valley filmmaker of Newton to Newton Productions. We chat about his most recent uh, short film, Door 7, as well as a lot of other projects that he has done and has coming up. He's doing a lot of things. So anyway, uh, enjoy the conversation. We're live. Well, great. Actually recording. And then it will be broadcast later on YouTube. Thank you for coming in, Cody. Well, uh, you are welcome. Um, I have 11 questions that I'm going to ask you today. Okay. I'm excited for these questions. The first question is, are great white sharks as scary in real life as they are in movies? They are not. What? They are uh, majestic and beautiful. There is nothing. There is nothing scary that happened that whole time. It was okay. It, I I was in cages for three days shooting. So you went woods. in and scuba scuba mm-hmm. equipment and it, what were you doing? So tell tell me a little bit. Well, about essentially, this trip. I mean, you've seen hunting videos and, yeah. and people going on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was essentially doing a video for something like that. Oh, okay. And so it, it's just a documentary style type thing. Okay. I'll have a highlight video here soon, but. Cool. Um, there's a place called uh, Guadalupe Island, which is yeah. 100 mile, 180 miles off of the coast of Ensenada okay. in Mexico. Right on. I, I just learned all this stuff. I didn't know what I was getting into. But, yeah. Um, and uh, apparently great whites gather there. And really? They just hang out for a little bit. Okay. Um, and they are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. So you got to see them swimming underneath the water. Yep. Awesome. And so they actually fed them tuna on top also. Okay. And so we'd watch them breach. I think you saw a video of that. Yeah, I, I saw the video of them. It, I think it was the, the shark was pulling on a line or something it looked like. Yep. And uh, it looked like it was very big. Yeah. And very frightening to, to be anywhere near that thing. There was, I, there was one <laughs> maybe up that's to, me, though. There was one up to 18 feet, I think, is the, the biggest one that we saw. And we saw her yeah. for two days. And she was kind of a... The funny thing is, like, all these sharks have different personalities. And so when we would go down, we'd see that big 18-footer, and then we wouldn't see any other sharks because she's kind of a bully, I guess. Okay. And so um, when she was around, we'd only see a few sharks. But when she wasn't around, we'd see, like, active males, and and that's when you'd see the ones popping up. Okay. Because those are the ones that had that personality. Are the the females bigger than the males? Usually, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if they're pregnant or, I don't know. Right on. It just lasts longer. Sweet. So how long were you in Mexico? Um, I was there for five days, I think. Okay. It was a week-long trip. And it was specifically for the it was uh, just... for filming, mm-hmm. so you didn't get to do any sightseeing nope. outside of that, but I suppose that's all the sightseeing you that's really need to do. That's all I needed to see. That's cool. I mean, it's kind of like a, a lifelong dream to see great whites. Um, yeah. I've, I've scuba dived with sharks before. And, really? And, um, or just yeah. scuba dive with sharks. I have, a, I have a scuba certificate. Yeah? I got it in South Dakota. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I was, uh, I would have been like 16. Um, and so I got my scuba certificate in this really dirty lake where you couldn't see from yeah, about you die. Yeah, it's just a like foot and a half of visibility. Yeah, exactly. But I had to go down like fifty feet, and so I've actually uh, I've used my scuba certification uh, twice since then. 
Where? Both times in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Mexico's I mean, it place. Was, yeah, it was it was beautiful. Um, but uh, anyway, so you've, well, you've scuba dived. I've never run into anything super cool. Well, I lived in uh, Puerto Rico for a couple of years. That's where oh, I really? met my wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I got scuba certified down there because it cost 150 bucks. And oh, you okay. got two open water dives. It wasn't like yeah. the, that lake. Mm. And so that's why I was like, oh, I'll do it. It was all in Spanish. Sweet. And so, you know, I got to learn it all in Spanish. Um <laughs> But later on, my family really got into it, and so we would actually go on, like, scuba diving trips. Cool. So we went to the Bahamas once that has a thing called the Blue Hole, yeah. where it's a mating area for sharks, okay. but it's like 150 feet, just a huge hole in the ocean. Yeah. And uh, at one point, there were 200, like, reef sharks and nurse sharks and black tip sharks around us at one point as Dang. we went down on this hole. And, I mean, that was, like, a dream. I mean, I... I I wasn't really ever worried, but I mean, if I die, whatever. But <laughs> it's just kind of how we have to see it. But <laughs> wow! But none of them really even like looked at us. They were all just interested in, in mating, apparently. Oh, okay. And then uh, we went down to Mexico um, four years ago and dove with bull sharks. Okay, those is, are the ones that attack the most. Those are kind of the right? aggressive ones. Yeah. Yeah. And these were like females, and apparently, the, you know, we just went down onto the sandbar and linked arms to make us look bigger. Okay. And so they said, eh, just don't separate yourself with, with anybody and you should be fine. So so they intentionally give you tricks yeah. to prevent you from getting bitten. And you're like, sign me up. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. going in there. All of us were. I mean, <laughs> my whole family did it with me. So Right on. So we did that. And I guess Great Whites was kind of the next step. You know, it's like, well, we've got to get some great I whites I guess there's there. no nothing. Well, I guess you could go find a whale to swim with then. That might That's be next. a little bit bigger. Well, sharks. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um don't orcas eat great whites? They do. Too? So I guess that would be the apex predator. I would love to. But they're not. With orcas. They're nice to people, aren't uh, they, they? There's never been an orca that's killed someone in the wild. That's cool. Only in captivity. Right on. I did one time. I was uh, snorkeling in Hawaii. I just only had my snorkel gear on me, mm-hmm. and uh, I ran into a pod of dolphins. Oh yeah. And that was one of the coolest things I've ever experienced because they uh, they're really playful. It's the most bizarre thing, you know, and they say that they're as smart as like chimpanzees, you know. <laughs> and so um, I'm there and these two dolphins, uh, I dive down at them and then they swam away from me and then stopped. And then I stopped and then I started to swim back up and then they came back towards me and then I popped up on the water and then they they, they jumped like right next to me, like right over the top of me. And then I went back down again and they, we did this for like, for like 15 minutes. Oh wow. It was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. And that's I, like, uncalled wish I had, for. I wish I had scuba gear at that time. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I had to keep coming up for air and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I had to get uh, water in my eardrum too. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't equalizing. Oh, I was just yeah. swimming down super fast, you know, and it just like popped, but just breaking your eardrum. Great. Yeah, exactly. It was awful. But, uh, that part, but the dolphin part was amazing. You know, I didn't even notice it when I was, when it happened. But. Yeah. And those kinds of, of, of adventures, I mean, I, that are uncalled for, like, mm-hmm. so people would go pay thousands of dollars to be able to do that. But yeah, for you to be able to just discover that in the wild, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I, I pine for. I mean, it's one thing to watch the sharks in the, yeah. in the cages, but man, if I saw them in, in real life, you know. In the wild, yeah, great weight. In the wild, I don't. Know. <laughs> I just team up with somebody else. And there you go. Well, you bigger. get that trick. You're just yeah. like we just lock arms and psh. just look bigger. No, no, no predator <laughs> will ever get us in the ocean that way. Right Never. on. Do you want to uh, answer the next question? I want to know um, what is the best thing to do in Cuna. 
Oh, in Cuna, yeah. Idaho. Well, for me, because you make you, movies. Yeah, you had a really good. <laughs> I really liked your ad that you did for them for yeah. this for Chamber of Commerce or what was it? It was for the economic development. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looked good. It looked really. I mean, the footage it was, was a lot of fun to make. Actually, you must have been making it over a long time. Then, um, too. Just since Cuna days, it was about two months of okay shooting. But I mean, it got to the point where it was like, oh, I have to get all this done. So it was like yeah. two days, boom. Let's just try and fit Cuna Caves, Swan Falls, all yeah. of that, you know, in there. And I mean, it kind of showcases a lot of what there is to do in Cuna. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite thing probably would be uh, floating the river. Oh, okay. It, it, it's just a lot better than the Boise River. It's, there's a lot more rapids. I mean, people yeah. get hurt all the time. Which makes it more exciting. <laughs> so uh, danger is your theme, right? Oh, I love danger. <laughs> right do you like want to, I said, do I, you I, to get that microphone a little bit closer to 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 you too? Just to sure. I want to make sure we're getting good levels. Sometimes it bounces. I have these sound deadening things, but every once in a while, my voice carries. Um, so, Cuna. Uh, so do, do the, people the hate on Cuna? What's what's wrong? with No, Cuna? I I like their. I just wanted to know what to do there. Oh, it yeah. made me want to visit. I've been to Swan Falls, um, Cuna Caves. But they also have uh, possibly the best Mexican restaurant it's in the not Treasure possibly. Valley. I think it is the best yeah. Mexican. Well, it's argue, arguably the best, and I think I would I would probably I don't know. There's some really good places in Caldwell though too, yeah. and That's I'm not true. too far from there. But uh, what, what's the name of it? Enrique's is Enrique's. Is That's right. It used to be Pollo Hero. Yeah, and then they they changed El the Gallo name. Hero. Oh, El Gallo Hero. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then they changed it because there was another one in Eagle or something like that that wasn't. This. There's one Garden City. Is that what it and is? There were two okay. brothers who owned it, and they. Kind of split up. Oh, okay. and so Enrique is one of the brothers. Oh, so you know the whole history. Yeah, I know it's, them pretty well. Oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's Cuna. Yeah, <laughs> like there's nobody Are, there. Do you live so. there? Huh? Oh, okay. Right on. I didn't know. Yep, I live right by the high school, and that's, I've I've lived there for about eight years. That's probably why you didn't complain so much about coming out to Nampa then. Because yeah. like I feel like when I'm out here, everybody in Boise is like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah, I, it's, it's I'm like a twenty minute drive from everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at. I'm at thirty. Thirty minutes it takes me to get to anything, unless yeah. it's here in Nampa. I'm I'm originally from Wyoming, and so yeah. Cuna is the perfect small town feel for me. Okay. Like I'm still twenty minutes from the airport, but when yeah. I go to the grocery store, I mean, right now because I've done so many videos for them, everyone like recognizes me. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're the guy riding the hoverboard with the camera at Cuna Days. Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. Where'd you grow up in, in Wyoming? Rock, Rock Springs, Wyoming. Okay. Which I don't care to ever go back there again. Okay. It's, you know, it's a childhood. It right was on. fun and fancy free. How big is it? It's 19,000 people. Oh, well, okay. it was when I was growing up, but the oil yeah. folds have kind of exploded. Oh, yeah. So it's probably like 60,000 now. Dang. Yeah, I grew up in a town of about twelve, so I know there you go. I know what you're talking about there. Like when I'm in the when I'm in Nampa here, it's it seems about right. Mm-hmm. You know, Cuna's even even it's smaller. Even smaller. Than that. It's but growing though. That's good. It's maybe too big. Oh yeah, lots of people, lots of people coming in from out of state. It's good for property values though. If you buy your house. Oh, I did buy my house. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good move. So how long have you been here? Um, since 2010. So oh, okay. eight, almost eight years. Because we met originally. How long have you been doing the film stuff? Not very long. Okay. Um, <coughs> I've been uh, I've been active in the Boise community since March of 2017. Okay. Um, that's when I was finishing my feature film and bought, bought Nurse and Mini Pro and had no idea how to use it. Okay. So. Um, so, so your the future was the ninja, cowboy ninja ninja Vi- cowboy Viking. Okay, and that's on yeah. YouTube now, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. And you can check it out Newton to Newton Productions if you Google that or 
I think you, so. Yeah, okay. it's at the bottom of my newtonnewton.com page. Oh, okay. That too. If you just look up Ninja Cowboy Viking, you'll It'll find pop it up. somewhere on YouTube. So you did that. That was your first delving into filming. Yeah. What were you doing before that? So uh, I was buying and selling uh, iPhones for a living. Oh, okay. Real exciting stuff. Nice. And so you started filming on an iPhone. <sighs> yeah, I didn't use an iPhone. I used oh. a LG V10 because I could... Adjust the frame rates and oh, okay. manually expose and, see, and stuff like I that. I thought you filmed something on an iPhone or something like I that. I did some but... iPhone tests, but no, oh, okay. I really don't like iPhones. Oh, right on. Because, I mean, I can sell them for so much. They're or they're worth so much more. So I like my cheap phones. <laughs> You're like, I'll just, uh, this one is an asset that I can get rid of and then yeah. take and, the money. Yeah, uh, I mean, we destroyed that phone. It was, <laughs> it was like cracked the first day and I just ripped out the lens and just went on with it. So Nice. So you've been doing so since 2017 because I think... I met you at a Boise Cutters meeting, and you had just finished that feature film, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And then uh, my brother and I had just finished our first feature film as yep. well, I think, at that point in time. And you've been busy, man. I've gone uh, off the rails, yeah. Yeah, good for you. Well, uh, the big thing was, I, I mean, I originally made that first movie as a tax write-off. Like, okay. Because my, my business was doing well, mm-hmm. and... I paid so much in taxes that I was like, I don't want to like sit here selling phones all the time just to pay so much in taxes. So yeah. um, I bought a big computer and I kind of brought people up to film a movie yeah. for fun and write it off. And I, mean, I don't know, it cost like $5,000 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I learned how to edit on Premiere. I Sorry. learned all kinds of After Effects stuff. It was all YouTube. Yeah, and so you did all that on just from YouTube tutorials. Yeah, all you you got some pretty cool looking things. It was kind of fun, um, and YouTube's great. But I mean, when I shot it, I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm going to put blasters and some shots. <laughs> like some shots took like two days to edit and rotoscope everything out, and I was like, I'm doing this wrong. But, I mean, I spent a, th- a thousand hours on that movie. Oh man, but I, I learned bet. so much. I mean, it was like yeah. film school. So you can just crank stuff out a lot more quickly now. Yeah. I bet that's that's cool. I don't do After Effects as much, but yeah, I suppose not. I suppose the editing you stuff's easy. Yeah, that's way quicker than After Effects. I haven't even uh, I haven't even delved into that. Like my brother and I keep talking, but it's just kind of like one of those like like scary next like Adobe things yeah. where you just like. It's then, then the then the concern is like what's gonna, what's Adobe gonna like screw up in my project once I add like another piece of their software into yeah, this true. into this communication because it seems like it seems like uh, every week we run into some new like weird thing because we always we have three projects going at the same time mm-hmm. we have our first feature film and then the one we finished and now we have the Candy County web series that we're doing and so we update and then we go back and go and look at the old project and stuff and then like it won't play right or and then we have to troubleshoot and. Yeah, especially if you're like mixing with other people if they're not updated on their Adobe and then oh, it's like going back I didn't even think about that. We just it's have one com- yeah, one computer setup. Yeah, I just but... go on one computer, <laughs> that's all I need. But so you're busy. <laughs> and my next question for you is are you going to take over the Boise Film Festival? Oh, well, no, I'm not gonna take over the Boise Film <laughs> okay. Festival just because that's something different that I wanna do. But oh, I'm right actually on. gonna be premiering one of my films, um, Brothers and Badges that was filmed last December. Okay. But it's taken this long to finish um, on December 8th. Oh, and cool. do kind of like a, a family-friendly film festival. Right on. Um, where I can premiere some of my stuff um, and let other people bring their own stuff too. Cool. It's kind of like the Colossal Cinema Showcase, but right on. PG-13. So. Oh, got it. Right on. Yeah, it's, it'll be pretty easy to, to rent out a theater. Because um, I had talked to you about your ideas uh, 
you said that you have a connection to a theater that's, or, mm-hmm. or there's just a theater in the Treasure Valley that you can rent out for a set amount. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Overland Park Cinemas is like 150 bucks for oh, two man. hours. So, right on. I mean, I, we did uh, our Ninja Cowboy Viking premiere there. Okay. So they know us, but I, I it's like, just the normal, yeah. <laughs> the normal going it's right. Like, well, 150 uh, bucks. Yeah. We'll pay it. I and it's like a 325 seat theater. Dang. And then you can you get to be in charge of your own ticket um, sales yep. and oh okay do they have the the how does that work I guess we don't need to go into too many details know. but I'm I don't know how it's gonna work I oh, think okay. it's just gonna be like five dollars at the door okay. they'll, they'll just sell five dollars instead of their three dollar tickets I think is oh, what okay. they usually have oh okay so right it on. just depends so but you just basically get to decide whatever it is and then yeah. do you do you run the door then too or do no they I'll have, have them someone? run the door oh okay so that that's included in the cost mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome yeah it's not too bad. and they don't even take a cut of it they're just like 150 bucks that's all they we want. get concessions oh okay oh so, yes that's they big. do get a cut <laughs> yeah that's true that's true of course i mean most of the people are going to be cheap family members so yeah they won't buy popcorn so you're just doing that you're doing this for your film then mm-hmm. um but do you have any? You don't have any other aspirations for doing anything bigger I, than that. I have not gotten into the uh, film festival organization side of things. Oh, okay, I, I am just starting to get things into film festivals and things like that. So right on. That is all new to me. Sweet. Yeah, the film festival thing is is different. Mm-hmm. Um. So you have stuff. You have. I think you said Door Seven got into. Another film festival? Not or? yet. No. Oh, no. okay. So we made a H48 Door Film, or Door 7. Yeah. And it's it's a 90s kids horror movie. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit different, but we wanted to make something longer than six minutes for than the H48 regulations. And so okay. it's a 10 to 11 minute movie yeah. that we're going to send out to, to other horror film festivals and try okay. to get into those. So, cool. Right. So it is still being edited, but it's all filmed. It's, yeah. I just been with great sh- white sharks so <laughs> i haven't finished it yet. well how many different things do you have going um i made a list when i got home from mexico because i was like oh i probably need to catch up with some of the stuff mm-hmm. and there's probably 20 different things on that list of things that i needed to to finish and do you get sleep done. i i sleep around four in the morning oh, okay yeah <laughs> but i mean that's i love 12 o'clock to four o'clock because it's it's quiet time yeah, Facebook's not going off. Messages, no texts. My oh, kids are not awake. I hear you. And there. I just sit there and I can just feel the the soul of the film. Oh dang! So you are productive. I try. So but some nights it doesn't that's, work. That's but. too busy. Then I was kind of hoping that you just seem like you have that go get them attitude and that Boise Film Festival with all oh, that being yeah. up in the air. I'd be like, I think Cody needs to take that I, over. I, I, I have no idea slick. what happened with the Boise Film Festival. It's I have. I don't. I don't either. Um, I've never gone actually. So I went um, the last two years. Um, it was. I mean, it's just. It's too bad that it that it didn't work out. Obviously, somebody has the name somewhere though. I mean, it's got to be something that's extremely valuable yeah. because you think about it here in the treasure valley there's the uh tree fort film fort but that's you know it's not the same thing mm-hmm. they screen some films there but everybody's here for the music yeah you know um and then uh, the, there's that colossal the colossal cinema showcase which is cool mm-hmm. um but uh you know the, the actual like other film festivals they're not there aren't a lot here, you know. There's Idaho Horror, Horror Film Festival. Yeah, there's the Horror Film Festival, which is very, you know, it's specific, genre yeah. specific, you know. So that one's that one's cool too. But it's it's just very, like, as far as just like general film festivals, there was the Boise, mm-hmm. and then there's Tree Fort, which is not 
not really, really a, you know, that's not, that's not their, the focus. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and then Sun Valley does a film festival, but I went to the, this last year and it was just, it was just all celebrities. Oh, well. you know what I mean? Like we submitted films to that, them twice. And it's just like, nah, we're yeah. not going to do that. We got to play the new Duplass brothers movie or what, you know what I mean? Like just whoever has something coming out. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, these are, they're just bringing them in from Hollywood. So mm-hmm. that's a totally different story. But, but you're in, uh, the sandwiches, what is it? Oh, Twin Falls Sandwiches Film yeah. Festival. That one is phenomenal. Yeah, I yeah. want to make it down there, but yeah, it was. I don't have time. You're <laughs> <laughs> kind of busy. Yeah, if you get, if you get a chance um, next year, I I definitely recommend it. Um, the programming is is really well put together. Rachel, the dude that runs it, um, makes sure that there's a theme going through the entire oh. the entire thing. Like each block, each hour and a half block if you want to buy a ticket just to that it has like a certain you know comedy drama whatever and then usually it's like short films going into like feature films um so and then they have two really funny comedians that that emcee the whole thing oh good so in between each film it's like additional entertainment so yeah it's it's and it's in in a theater that's really cool too yeah so well i wanted to go down there to see we speak because i haven't seen we speak yet okay like come on yeah, well, you'll get a chance. Don't worry. I can definitely send you. I can send you a link. Just don't. Just don't tell anybody. Oh yeah, no. I can. I can get you a link <laughs> if you want to watch it. Um, they're do, they're doing a twenty one, uh, an older showing because it's. We did an R rated. A little risque. Yeah, we did an R rated film. So uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> so we we were a little bit. Um, I think there were a couple film festivals that didn't necessarily like that material that was that we presented, but it's uh, it's pretty realistic, okay. you know. So. Um, but anyway, I need to so projects down the the pipeline. I want to know what else you have coming out. You said you had twenty of them. Yeah, there's twenty things that I need to finish and or get started. Or okay, I, I mean that's the thing. Like what I learned quickly is is my favorite project is my next project, and I need to finish what I had already started. <laughs> right. So with like Brothers and Badges, where we shot it, and and mm-hmm. it, it felt like it was an incredible feat that we got everyone scheduled. We actually filmed it, and mm-hmm. it like was snowed one day, and then it melted by the time we got out there, and. There's so many different hurdles that we had to get past. And yeah. then once we got it done and edited, then we got to, you know, composing and Foley and all those different things. And I mm-hmm. sent them out to different people. And when you're not paying people, it's like, oh, those things are not getting done. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I have to schedule those things in for myself. And, you know, yeah. we have to find somebody else. Or Yeah. It was all just a single uh, producer, which was me, which yeah. was the hard part. Yeah. But, I mean... The edit of it is very, very fun. And once yeah. it all comes together, it's going to be a really, really, really fun movie. I kind of, that's my aspect that I really enjoy was, is when you're sitting at the computer because it's a lot less pressure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then when you're running around with people, how many people do you have on the on the set on that one? Like how many people were you working with? We probably you, had 20 people. Yeah, I was going to say you have some big crews. Yeah. That's more than I ever want to bite off and <laughs> usually I'm when I'm doing stuff. It's, it's kind of on purpose um, yeah. because when I when I got into the... Boise film community, it was, mm. I couldn't break in with anybody. I didn't know, first of all, I didn't know what I would, I did. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to grip or how to run a camera or really anything. I just knew I was passionate about movies. And yeah. so, um, I had to kind of find my own way that way. And mm-hmm. so, when I have my sets, I feel like the more people involved, the more people learning, um, and the more people share it. Yeah. And so, that's kind of why I have big sets and... I want to make sure that, you know, and that kind of puts pressure on me to make something of quality yeah. that people are proud of. Um, but I, I enjoy the big sets as long as 
they have something to do, you know? Yeah. I had on, on Brothers and Badges, it was an action film. So mm. we actually had someone like being a pad PA. So he would just bring the pads oh, to nice. the spot where we needed. Oh, good. And that was like all he did. But but he was super grateful because he was there learning on, mm-hmm. on what we were doing and, and how we were shooting the action and how we were choreography, chore- choreographing. Yeah. And, and things like that. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of my way of, of, um, sharing with people what wasn't shared with me essentially oh yeah it, um i mean i was only on two two sets maybe yeah for the first six months into the boise community and i was going to all the meetings and yeah i was just trying to figure out where i was and yeah it's hard when you say oh i'm a writer director editor producer yeah. you know i do all those things but i didn't really know where i was so and i think now you just kind of have to do all the things mm-hmm. i don't think there's really an option in a community this side and everybody's really helpful too but the thing is is you 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 just kind of have to like take take it take the bull by its horns and just start running with it and then once you get going you find that there are a lot of people that come out of the woodwork that want to like help out and like learn these things yeah that's a huge set though you got my respect on that that's the most like we, we try to do everything when we sit down and write we right with anticipation of like Having trying to make sh- people <laughs> yeah trying to keep it down to a minimal so that we don't have to you know like panic yeah <laughs> that's true not that we've the thing is is like we had we had a scene where we had to have uh uh for canyon county we did a day where we had um extras come in we did all the shooting with the extras on one day and so we had like 25 different actors coming in and out through the course of like a like a 14 hour day Mm -hmm. you know um and so that was like the most that we did but the thing was that like everybody was there you know we had everybody show up Mm -hmm. which is amazing that's awesome you know (laughs) and uh everybody was super helpful too so uh but yeah that's 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 impressive to do that with an action movie and that's a lot of takes and stuff too and to have jobs for everyone that's yeah. the hardest thing and that was like that was like one of the first movies real like my productions I did with with the Boise film community mm-hmm. um and it just got better from there just more people wanted to be on my sets and it just it's kind of snowballed i mean even with our H48 you know there mm-hmm. was 20 25 people and and it was just four actors essentially Four to seven actors or something like that. Oh dang! Um, I mean, we are we won best makeup because we had nice. three makeup artists. You know, <laughs> it's nice because I know people aren't going to show up. Uh, then I have to have them covered. You know, yeah. And and so we had like two sound guys. We had three cool. makeup artists. We had um, great camera team. Yeah. And everyone was there having fun. Cool. And that that's that's the big thing, right? If yeah. you're having fun on set, then you're doing something right. Yeah, enjoying it and and then when you see the final product too, which sometimes takes a while. <laughs> yeah. But not an H forty eight. That's oh that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um I wanna ask you what has been your favorite project that you've ever worked on. That I've ever worked on? Yeah. Um, and your whatever what is it like three, three years my, two years <laughs> well you know I've done I've done filming mm-hmm. I've made backyard movies for yeah. years since you yeah. know high school um, even when I was on my Mormon mission uh, I made like twenty films because oh, okay. I was in Spain and uh, my nephew sent me a video camera oh and where so, were you in Spain in Madrid. Oh, okay. I lived in Valencia for uh, a semester when I was in college. There you go. Yeah. That's where the Spanish is from. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was there for two years, and so when we went to uh, all the castles, instead of saying, "Hey, here's a castle," mm-hmm. you know, we would make a a hero villain action movie with uh, tops and all kinds of dumb stuff. Oh, cool. I mean, they're so stupid, but they're up on the internet. They're yeah, kind of fun. 
And some people have like seen him and said, oh, yeah, I wanted you to do some uh, stort- stunt choreography after watching that movie. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Sweet. <laughs> it's like, and it's all just in-camera editing. So okay. Just hit, so there's no bloopers or anything like that. Oh, it's right just on. click stop and that's where... Oh, wow. Is, so you you have been doing it for a while. Right? I, I, so yeah. as far as the, yeah, the storytelling aspect mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah, I have been... I'm, I'm well-versed in what making a movie takes. Cool. Um, the so. newer cameras... I'm, I'm new to yeah, um, and I was lucky I got to work with Amanda Carroll, yeah, because she kind of became my DP and yeah, she taught me so much and it was like now I know every aspect of my camera. Yeah, that's the tools are a lot to a take lot. in at first. Um, we shot um, our first movie Brown Truck on a on a, uh, a like a soccer mom's handy cam oh you know? yeah and so when you go with, when you go and and work on it in post-production i mean these are these are the units that we use now mm-hmm. um and it's it's just a sony that's made for filming it's got like a one inch sensor in it but it's got good uh stabilization on it so you can do handheld stuff um but like the quality on the image of that in post-production it gives you a lot more to work with oh yeah than when you're working with a mom and pop's handy cam and you just can't make you can't change any, it all any adjustments to it yeah but uh favorite project what was your favorite project so my, fa- my my mean my favorite project so far was the ninja cowboy viking yeah. feature film i mean because it's all made with my family it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like shape my kid's childhood yeah. and that first moment when we got to watch it in the theater with, with the audience of like 300 people who were yeah. all kind of rallying around um my nephew who's a make-a-wish kid oh, who's okay. in the movie and uh, we did a fundraiser for make-a-wish to premiere it oh wow. i mean it was just to hear people laugh when they were supposed to laugh and people yeah. like excited about what's happening in the story and things like that i mean it's just untouched. It, yeah. it just, and that's why I want to do Brothers and Badges in theater. Yeah, because I want to watch it with. I mean, it's, movies aren't meant to be watched like this. You know, in know. bed with headphones and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, I want to watch it with an audience. And so, um, in the theater, especially since it was like I was exporting the movie like an hour before. We went, we went to watch it, you know, when I was bringing it to the theater and it's like, oh, it's finally done. It's a thousand hours and it's it's finally done. And, and to have it really connect with an audience is that, I mean, that was, that's, and that's why I do it now. Yeah. That's why I keep, because I want to hit that theater again and I want to mm-hmm. see how people react and things like that. So you, but you do a lot of projects on the side, like this, this documentary then too. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um. I mean, you basically have made that into your career, correct? Yeah, I've, nice. I've completely stopped buying and selling iPhones, um, and I'm going after corporate stuff. And so, I've, you know, I've done some music videos. Yeah. That oh, paid. the Red Light Challenge one. That was yeah. good. I like that. It's a fun little video, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to just have fun and do things a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. add a little bit of story, or or just it's like a short little film. Yeah. Um, and and we're going to be doing some, another one with them. Oh, cool. Here soon, um, as soon as I catch up with everything else. Right on. Um, but like the city of CUNA, I've been doing some stuff with uh, Idaho Spine and Sports, physical therapy. Mm-hmm. They they ordered a lot of videos that I'm still working through. Um, Sweet. And, and so it's just kind of stacked up to be in my favor. Um, nice. One of, the, one of the big things I did was this summer um, with a new app that's coming out called Give Back to Schools. It's based out of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, I met them through the Ninja Cowboy Viking stuff. Um, but we produced them all here and actually shot them mostly in CUNA. Oh, okay. There's only one we shot in, in Boise. Um, but 
they offered me a, a cash sum or a portion of the company. Oh, wow. And so it, 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 I'm excited because they're rolling that app out now. And it's like, oh, I get to be a part of something big. So you, know? you took the company. I, oh, yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm a risk, you know? I, yeah. I love danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a portion of the company and, uh, nice. you know, and, and we'll see what happens in five to 10 years or, yeah. or whatever. But well, I don't think it was anything bad to do that. Yeah. Good gamble. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. And so it's just kind of, it's been snowballing. That's why I have this list of things because it's, because I want to make sure I'm, I'm giving back to the community. So I'm helping out with, with all these different things um, and doing all my different things. And then at the same time, I have paid work mm-hmm. that I am doing and finishing and yeah. and having fun with. Cool. Yeah. Well, congrats, man. Well, it, it helps when you have like a nice camera. Like I, I jumped into the community here oh, and yeah. I was like, hey, what camera should I get? Like, because mm-hmm. I made, I made that whole feature film and I, it was with my phone mm-hmm. and I thought nobody could really take this seriously because it's on my phone. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to impress any filmmakers with that. Yeah. And so I, I asked around and, and Brian McGahee was the guy who stood up and, and he yeah. really walked me through what I should buy. And, and yeah. to this day, I mean, I still have the stuff that he told me to buy. Oh, nice. I mean, I, I, I know how to use it finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I actually <laughs> went through and, and made uh, the second Ninja Cowboy Viking with mm. that stuff. And it was all because of the, you know, Boise film community hinting at that stuff. Yeah. I, that's, I have awesome. an equipment question for you. Oh, so yeah. Hit what, it. what piece of equipment could you not live without besides your camera, obviously? Besides the camera? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die because I'm telling all of my secrets. But, um, we have these, well, sound equipment is important. Yeah, like, it is. I, yeah. I, love my, I love my sound guys because yeah. they make it a lot easier on me. Um, mm. But um, I have these things called light wands. Yeah. So they're just, you know, they're about this long. They cost 80 bucks and they're battery powered, but they're RGB light ones and they'll match oh. any light. So you have, you know, a tungsten light here will match that exactly right. And you can backlight somebody pretty easily. Oh, wow. if, it, if you want a blue light or teal light or whatever, you can adjust it to whatever you want. And that's what you use for your lighting mostly? Most of the, most of the time that is my accent lighting wow. um, and it just makes it look a lot more Hollywood. Yeah. Um. When you when I look through my stuff, I'm like, I, I can see exactly when I got those wands because it went from, oh, these are more flat looking things to, oh, wow, these are lit very dynamically. Ah, you know? okay. And so I've, I've really enjoyed those, even though most people don't know it. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> Not any longer. <laughs> well, it's like if, if people are on my set and they see those, they're like on Amazon right then buying it. Oh, okay. So I've had, you know, four or five people already buy some of them and, and they look great i mean uh, when they're making their films it's and it's just it's just like a wand yeah, then and it's you just can, a wand that, you, you can, can have screw someone... it onto a mount then mm-hmm. too oh yeah, just nice have a one uh, one Dang. fourth mount okay yeah we need to get some of that stuff our lighting equipment is not is not ideal yeah um you know but it's just it, it, we just light to make sure that it's it's bright enough. Okay. For the most part is is what we've Well, a lot we of the time with you know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. And that's how my lighting went with a lot of my films before. Yeah. But when we take these ones just don't take very long. Yeah. Like I, I went out and I bought it's like a thousand dollar light. It's like an aperture light and it like lights it's like a huge light and I'm like, I never use this thing. Hmm. And uh I had I had that light and a few others and then when I got these wands 
I, I don't even touch those other lights <laughs> unless I need to like make a, a moonlight on a night shoot or something like that. But even then, it's like there's moonlight and then I'm shooting with you the know, wands. Yeah, just the wands. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What camera did you end up um, picking up then? You have a. Re- like lately? Yeah, what are you using? What are you shooting? Well, I have my Blackmagic Ursa Mini Pro. Okay. Um, but I got the Pocket 4K that just came out. Oh, okay. Um, it's just like a DSLR like style, but it yeah. shoots pretty much the same thing as the as the Ursa Mini Pro. Right on. But it costs, I don't know, four times less. Oh, okay. So I'm uh, working at rigging that guy up. Nice. Just, I mean, I've had a bunch of interview style where you have to shoot kind of just like this. Mm, yeah. And I've had to color match my Sony and the Ursa, and I hate it. I hate color the, matching. The Sony has like Sonys have like this specific like cool color to them almost. Is that? Yeah. Do you know I, what I'm talking I about? I, it's I I like the color on the, like the Sony here. I like the color on it a lot, but it does have like this specific color and then like this panasonic i can't quite like it's never quite perfect yeah. when i spend time like doing it you know i mean no one will ever tell yeah i i hate i mean that takes up so much time mm-hmm. and so you know i'm excited about that um i'm also cool. excited to kind of teach my kids how to do what i'm doing yeah partly because i want them to do my work for me <laughs> i mean that would be nice but i mean when i'm out there and they can work with me yeah, it'll be throw great them to the, ha- throw them on the them. computer. Do yeah. the rough cut. Yeah, do the rough cut there. Okay, I mean, it, honestly, just sync all the audio. Like, yeah. we're good. That's all I need. I'll yeah. pay you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> five bucks just match this up. Yeah, that's the, all that grunt work takes a long time for it sure. Does. For sure. I'm ready for the next question. Yes. I want to know how much willpower you have measured in pounds. Oh boy. It would probably be in tons. Right on. <laughs> as far as film stuff goes, I mean, I have, if I have something I want to get done, I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's just, and I'm, I'm kind of lucky because I'm kind of playing off of my old business. And so I have some capital to throw around. Yeah. Um, it's not like I'm, I'm making a ton of money doing this now. Yeah. But um, I know where to place the money and then how to run the business. So, that's cool. um, so I mean, I have, I have, the Make-A-Wish movie, I have Ninja Cowboy Bike I need to finish, but mm. I have these next projects that I'm getting really excited for and starting to line the stars and saving up my money to yeah. do them. And, uh, and so... Or can you talk about any of those that you have coming up? Or? Yeah, oh, I okay. can. Um, uh, next, next summer, so Door 7 was kind of a precursor to um, a movie I want to make called uh, Chasing the Vacant. Okay. Which is a '90s zombie movie. Okay, um, where half of it takes place in the '90s zombie apocalypse, and mm-hmm. then the other half is is the future, the now, mm-hmm. when zombies are just kind of a nuisance, and and people work as zombie catchers. Okay, and uh, and the contrast between those two of what happened to this one character when when he went through it in the '90s, and now when he's a zombie catcher, okay. and he's starting to discover these zombies are a little bit different than what they had expected. Oh, okay. So. And that's going to be a feature then? I, I want to make it a feature. Okay. Um, it kind of depends on what kind of financing we get for it. Yeah. Um, I think it would play out well for a web series. Yeah. Um, and my thought was actually to bring in different directors mm-hmm. and, and especially uh, women directors. Yeah. And have them, because it's, it's kind of split up into a series of, of action scenes and fights and, and a progression of what the new zombies are doing. Yeah. And so I was going to have... Um, different directors come in and we just used the same equipment so everything looked right but 
That's a good idea. And do it almost like a TV series, but like a, a web series, I guess. And I'm not yeah. sure where the distribution is. Yeah. But that's that's so we were wanting to do something like that um with Canyon County, but it ended up just being one cohesive project, you know, and so mm-hmm. we just wanted to get it done and get it online. But uh yeah, we were uh we had talked about that, my brother and I and Zoe, about getting more collaboration and on some of that web series stuff because like once those views it seems like it, once it gets to a certain point then all of a sudden you get a, a lot more yeah you know and then that's name recognition and notoriety mm-hmm. and i don't even know how income works on youtube like i just don't even i can't i'm I, not there yet. yeah <laughs> i don't even know what it what it would be or um how that works but uh, i mean obviously the goal would be to to get that to bring us positive like my brother and i and zoe we all work mm-hmm. you know and we just do this in our for our free time, you know, but we want to turn it into a positive cash flow mm-hmm. rather than hobby esque, you know, exactly. hundred bucks a month. I mean, that's the dream, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's cool, though. I like that idea of getting different directors in and and making it into a connected web series. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, we'll see how that goes. I definitely want to be uh, the way I look at my projects now because there's so many different ideas that come by. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many different things that go through my head, and I ask I ask everybody this also, but you know, if you have $5,000 to invest in this movie, mm-hmm. is this the movie you want to make? You know? Yeah. Who knows with some of these movies? Oh, it's it's just a detective drama about this, you know, this murder. Okay, well, if you have $5,000, is that the movie you want to make? Um, and this zombie movie is something I've, you know, I've, I've thought about and developed because I love the 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up the 90s, and yeah. it's kind of trendy right now, so I think it would play well on, on a Netflix or... It's kind of like Stranger Things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, on a Netflix or an Amazon or iTunes, um, there's actually a, some... There's a lot of streaming services now. Yeah. There's actually some Mormon ones. I mean, VidAngel, and there's one called Living Scriptures, and, and they're oh, wow. all looking for content. Yeah. And so I'm thinking there's there's got to be... There, there's a niche for for some of this this stuff, you know. Yeah, there's even um, there's a local. Oh man, no, I can't remember his name. There's a local guy that has one. Um, he has his own video on demand service. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's and you can get it on Roku. You can download the app, and he has an app for Is it. Is it Cinematica? Cinematica. That's right. Yeah, and so Cinematica, they have it's it's all Boise stuff. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's just all Boise stuff. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I, I downloaded it and, and I, clicked around. I think that was supposed to be like for just indie films or something like that. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a local. Um, no, I can't remember his name. Is it Michael Tetra? Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. I've heard. Okay, I've yeah. talked to him a couple times. Yeah, yeah. so he. Did, I mean, yeah. So you're right about the yeah the streaming the, services everywhere. Yeah, and all you demand. need is I mean, and they all have this blockbuster blockbuster mentality. Mm-hmm. They just need one that hits. You know, yeah. even YouTube Red or or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, Netflix is making three hundred original things this yeah. year, and it's like nobody has time to watch all of these. No, and so they have to crazy. find the best ones. And Stranger Things was the, like yeah. the big one for the last couple of years. That was a good show too. Yeah, that was it a was a lot show. of fun. I'm I'm trying to think of like a lot of their stuff. It's it just it gets crazy. Like all that Marvel stuff. I'm oh like, yeah. How are you getting went, all of this created? I went through. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, what they do is is. They create a lot of filler, and so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of episodes where it's just like, oh, we're talking back and forth for you know 14 <laughs> minutes during this 40 minute episode. And it's like, okay, there's a, there's Click. this old there's this old show that uh, makes fun of uh, uh, Stephen King, um, and uh, what was it called? 
Um, anyway, so it's like a kind of like a mockumentary and it's, and it's this horror writer that like puts together this television series. And then one of the scenes is like this, it's like this really long slow motion, like of him, like in a gunfight. And he's like, yeah, we had to use a lot of, uh, slow motion because many of our episodes were up to and including 15 minutes short. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what's happening. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. I can relate to that. I think slow motion. (laughs) I think uh, Amazon is changing all their stuff. Where it used to be Amazon Prime, and and it was it resembled Netflix. Now it resembles YouTube, where you're getting paid per hour viewed. Oh, you know, but but the audience is so much different than what YouTube would be. Yeah, you know, YouTube they're looking for free stuff. You know, yeah, on Amazon they're kind of like, whoa, this is. They don't know it's it's bad quality, but they think, oh, it's on oh, Amazon it's, Prime. It's yeah. got to be something special. You can upload anything to Amazon Prime now. Yeah. yeah. You just have to have, uh, you know, the captions. You have to have yeah. a trailer. You have to have those things. Uh, and that's what I'm looking to do with, you know, some of these mm-hmm. um, when I get some time. There you go. <laughs> Between midnight and 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm pretty sure that's where um, Brothers and Badges will live. Yeah. You know, it's 38 minutes. Um, I've seen some friends in Utah really become sex- successful with with what they're doing with Amazon and oh really and, mm-hmm. that's cool it's just they're they're getting lots they're just getting recognition and and yeah. it's being seen and that's really what we want right yeah yeah so, ultimately you got to get viewership and then next comes yeah more and viewers when you and say, then more and then you get paid to do the things that you love to do yeah that's the dream what's what's that's my next question what's your dream production oh, do you have one oh man so um I mean Ninja Cowboy Vikings pretty fun but mm-hmm. um. The goal was in in about five years, I wanted to be able to make a uh, musical based on my life. Oh, okay. Where a guy goes to Puerto Rico, just discovers this wonderful paradise, Mm -hmm. and and meets the woman of his dreams, and takes her back to Wyoming. Oh, okay. And uh, how, you know, that dynamic between, I don't know, as Americans, we kind of think, oh, well, we took her back. To, you know, America where our economy is great and, you know, mm-hmm. people are wonderful and stuff like that. But, I mean, I, I tore away from her family. Yeah. And when I left, every, every time I leave Puerto Rico, I feel like the villain. Yeah. You know? It I, is beautiful. I've been there oh, once. It's so amazing. Yeah. Well, know, anything I, in the Gulf of Mexico is just like... Yeah, anything dude. in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Otherworldly beautiful. So. Um, <laughs> so, and there's a lot of, even just like watching uh, The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I love music. I'm, I'm not a, I've, I've written music. I mean, I, I proposed to my wife singing an original song to her. Yeah. Um, but I'm not that great at it. But yeah. I think uh, the musical is something that, that the silver screen has been missing for a little bit. And, and The Greatest Showman showed that it was missing and the people love it. I mean, there's something yeah. about being able to sing um, and listen to, I mean, my favorite movie ever is, is Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. I, I don't know why. It's <laughs> about a guy going into the other world and pulling, I don't know. Um, but I love the music. Yeah. Um, I love the voices and things like that. And so, uh, ideally that would be my dream, my dream project is right to write and direct that. Um, and so everything I do is trying to align for that to get the, to that point. Eventually. That's yeah. cool. That's Even though, cool. I, you know, I can't. My wife won't let me write our exact story. <laughs> it's going to have to be uh, fibbed a little bit. I suppose, yeah, that has, has to be approved. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I, I try and keep my wife out of most of the things I do. <laughs> Is there a film that you'd love to remake? Oh, okay. um, 
I, I've, I've been asked this before, and I always say X-Men 3. I don't know X-Men why. X-Men 3. X-Men 3 was like the worst, and it wasn't oh, because it was, it was bad. like bad. Oh, that's like... right. So the first one was cool, and then the second one, I remember I saw it when I was in college, and everybody was hooting and hollering because we went to a midnight show. Mm-hmm. So I went to college in a town of 20,000 people, and the college campus population was 12,000 people. Oh, geez. So it's just the, the whole balance of the town was just like... hormones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just all young people. So um, we used to go to midnight showings. The theaters would do midnight showings on, you know, the release date or whatever, and it would just be packed. They give college kids a discount. And, and I saw it in one of those theaters, and it, like everybody was just shouting at the screen. So like the energy was like really high. Oh, yeah. And then the third X-Men movie came out, and I'm like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. Like, what do they do with this trilogy? Well, here's my problem with the movie is, and, and I don't know why. I mean, this is one of the first superhero movies that was coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. you had X-Men and then you had Spider-Man. But um, my problem, with, I, I judged it on potential mm-hmm. more than just like execution. I mean, it was, yeah. it was um, the dynamics of, of these mutants choosing to be a mutant or not and, and whether or not... Was was so good to me that oh, I yeah, f- yeah. just felt completely wasted yeah. on that stupid film, um, <laughs> and and so I I mean I when I watched it I was I was just piecing together oh what you would be doing and, and things like that and so whenever whenever I'm asked that I think that movie but that for a long time has been one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> well, maybe then after your musical, uh, Por- Por- yeah. Puerto Rico to Wyoming, the musical, yeah. after you do that one, you'll have to t- tackle X-Men again. Well, no, they've, they've, they've been done so, so many X-Men. Much. <laughs> um, so I have a, a couple of a silly questions to end things on. Good. Um, would you rather have f- superhuman hearing or superhuman eyesight? Which, which superpower? Since we're on that topic, anyway, it's really kind of crazy. Like I didn't intentionally, I didn't direct Those, the questions this way. What like, a perfect <laughs> uh, segue! Um, it, it's definitely superhuman eyesight. Um, yeah. I, I think um, there's there's plenty of people who say some interesting stuff about me that I don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about what if you could like have echolocation with that hearing thing? Because that is a, that's an actual thing that yeah. human beings can echolocate. Like blind kids will start to click. Yeah. And so, like, if you have super hearing, maybe then you could have... That is no, true. No, still, it doesn't... You're, doesn't you're trying to talk you. me into a super hearing. No, no I'm, I was just, I'm a visual I be, person. <laughs> I wanted to be contrarian. <laughs> See, my job is audio, so yeah. obviously I have a bias. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I... I uh, definitely eyesight. Mm-hmm. There's there's no question about it. Um, I mean, even just... I mean, even going with uh, great white sharks... It's not going to be the same if I can just hearing them better. Yeah, that's true. I guess <laughs> I want to be able to see them. Yeah, check out their scars. Plus, I mean, to be able to adjust the lights more quickly and exactly <laughs> fine tune, <laughs> fine tune the set like that. Yeah, right on. I'll accept your answer then. Well, thank you. Um, final question. Final question. Do you like questions that can be answered with one word? <laughs> I am not a fan of one-word answer questions. <laughs> nice. I like open questions. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Squeeze that whole sentence in there. I had to. That's good. As a fifth grade teacher, I appreciate you restating the sentence in your answer <laughs> because that's something I have to teach my kids all the time. Well, yeah, I have to do interviews all the time and I ask them a question and then they just start answering the question. It's like, oh, do you, hey, do you like this business? Yes. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, why don't you tell me like more. about the business? <laughs> Talk more about it. Right on. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you feel like we should we should cover that people need to know about you? What and do Newton people to Newton? need to know about Newton to Newton Productions? Huh? Um, I don't know. Passion is still there. I'm That's like, funny. um, I'm I'm past the honeymoon stage, mm-hmm. and we are uh, collecting all the debt. <laughs> <laughs> And so we're, I'm uh, trying to figure it out in my marriage with my production company. But yeah. um, the big thing is people have just jumped on like crazy. And, cool. and it's kind of an interesting situation because Boise is such a, an easy place to produce stuff because mm-hmm. there's so many passionate people and there's so many able people here. Yeah. And so that's why you see so many people on my sets is, is there's a lot of people able to do it and, and the, i'm really and the surprised. filming regulations are pretty awesome too it's oh, pretty yeah. relaxed i mean you i did one shoot. yeah one one day we had a um well a couple times we've done stuff with guns you know oh yeah and so we just called a, we called the police station we, we had another one where a police officer was chasing a kid we just called the caldwell police station we're like hey we're gonna have uh, somebody dressed up as a police officer like running around the town Okay. Oh, sounds good. Go for it. <laughs> we'll make sure if somebody calls in, you know, we're going to have a, a gun, somebody waving a gun. Okay, that's fine. We'll just make <laughs> yeah. sure if, we'll tell them if they call in <laughs> to report it as a crime. It's like, wow, it's pretty relaxed. I have a feeling that something's going to happen though to ruin that it's eventually. It's super relaxed, but at the same time, I feel like super professional when I've, I've called in and told them yep. about these things because <laughs> normally I'm just out there <laughs> shooting. <laughs> we don't tell anybody, you know, but now I do and now I actually like get people to sign off if i'm shooting in a park and stuff like that i feel, mm. I feel like whoa this well, is like a real deal here it gets people excited too yeah. we, we learned oddly enough that if you get to if you do get those image releases and you do run into people and you start talking about it then they ask questions and then they want to know more about your stuff and, yeah. and how to find it which is pretty awesome it's almost like it's like guerrilla marketing but it's still stuff that you have to take care of yeah. before you, go, you start shooting in areas. And but. there was, when we did uh, Brothers and Badgers, we shot in Freak Alley for, oh. I don't know, 10 hours. Dang. And there were a million people walking by and wow. stuff like that. So we I almost did, had to have a PA just like tell people what we were doing. Were you able to get live audio on, on that day? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was amazing. Um, one, one of our secrets, which is, you know, the light ones is the number one secret. Okay. Number two secret is uh, shut up cards, where I would print out cards that say, hey, we're making a movie. This is what the movie is about. This is the director. You can look them up on IMDb. These mm-hmm. are our actors. Um, you know, stay tuned on these pages so you can watch them. And then you just hand those out. When people are walking by, hey, what are you doing? Hand them the card. Shut up. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and so that that did really well for us in Freak Alley. That's cool. So. Yeah, because it would be, you'd be away from the traffic. I mean, I'm sure there's some traffic noise that you wouldn't be able to avoid. But yeah. it's down deep it's in all the alley. People. Yeah, all the people talking in the background. Wow. That's a good idea. Shut up cards. I'm stealing that one. We tried it's it from <laughs> Brian Jagger. Brian Jagger's the guy who told me. No, nah, that's those. a good. That's a good tip. Yeah, yeah we we uh, we try to avoid any type of. We haven't done anything in any public facilities. Yeah, you haven't yet. been vulnerable yet. No, no, we we minimize that. We just do like drive by stuff and and try to try to cut that as much as possible to deal to, to minimize it's just, and then the thing is is it gets crazy for us because we have to do it because we work full-time we mm-hmm. have to get it done on the on the weekend or whatever and it's like if we can minimize any type of variable 
before we hit it. Yeah. We're just going to take that opportunity. Do we need to film it here or, but we did, we did Cannon County. We did, uh, some, uh, outdoor stuff in downtown, uh, Caldwell. And that was a lot of fun. We were with the like police them. officer and I like downtown Caldwell. Yeah. And we had a chase scene, like a couple chase scenes. And then we had the cop car and then the, the lights and stuff like that. And so that was, that was the one, but that was a long awesome. day. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it was a long day. Fortunately, it wasn't hot. Like it was like 80. It was like the one day it cooled down in the middle of summer where it wasn't like 100 degrees. We're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with all these actors? Everybody's going to be overheated and it like dropped down to 80. And we're like, yes. The stars aligned. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, anything else that you... Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. there's actually a couple other projects that I'm working on. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of actively looking for people who don't have full jobs, Yeah. full-time jobs um, that would be able to, you know, make a movie for a month or, or things like that. Yeah. And so hopefully those stars align, but we'll see e- either between here and Utah or the people I meet at, at Sundance when I go down there, um, okay. whether I can find them or not, but... I'm actively looking for those people. Okay. So those those people who are so committed to their dream that they're quit their job, which is <laughs> which is hard. But there's a few of them, and and I really like them. Um, but there are two other projects that are would be coming up for me. Mm-hmm. One of them is with uh, some actors from Utah. Okay. Um, he's he's been in Stephen Skull movies. He's he's kind of a He's an actor, but, you know, he's not huge or anything like that. But he's pretty big in Utah. Yeah. Um, he's Hawaiian. Um, and it's going to be a, like a buddy, it's not a buddy cop movie, but it's like a buddy, it's a shootout movie where uh, an FBI agent has to protect the the witness, or not the witness, but the guy who would rat out his friends, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so we want to shoot that here in Caldwell or in Nampa or something Oh, like cool. That, and, and have like AK-47s and stuff like that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, because I my roots are action movies, you yeah. know. And when I first started doing um, Boise film community stuff, a lot of it was just dialogue driven, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like it was like oh, I don't know how to do this as well. And so I'm trying to get back to the action stuff. Oh, right on. Um, and then they wanted to come up here specifically to to do something with me, yeah, um, and to meet and network people. And there's no better way to network than on set. Yeah, you know, and that's true. That's why I like having lots of people on my set. Cool. Um, the other one is because I, I need to start doing the film festival thing. Uh, we tried with a couple movies, um, mm-hmm. and so we've sent them to film festivals, but I don't know how to do that yet. I'm yeah. still trying to figure out how to get accepted or or things like that. Yeah, but, it's it's tough. Uh, the film festival circuit thing is like, if you figure it out, let me know because well, it's it's almost like you got to know people. Yeah. Otherwise, um, but I mean, I can I can give you some some suggestions as far as well, obviously Twin Falls is amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh like there are a couple that at least like wrote us letters when they rejected that wasn't a forum letter. Oh you know, okay. like a, there's one in New York, um and then there was one in, in Portland too where it was like, Oh, you watched my movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> At least you saw it. Yeah. You know, because I have a feeling like some of those, there's no way that they watch all the movies that get submitted to Sundance. No. Like they're, you know, they just take the $75 fee and they're oh, like. When I, when I submitted to Sundance, <laughs> I said, hey, is the director, you know, diverse or or gay or whatever? And it had all these list of things. And I'm like, no, I'm no, normal. <laughs> or, or I'm just white, straight, boring. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, is the assistant director any of those things? And I'm like, oh, geez, I'm dead. I'm not, they're not even going to look at this. But, you know, we submitted anyway. Um, but uh, I really like what uh, the Garcias did with Hero. 
Um, I'm not familiar with that. So they made a film. They, they I don't know how much it cost them, but they they invested some money in it. Yeah. And uh, made a 12 minute film about two kids playing, and and you see them growing up, and you see them young, essentially playing, and then. Um, and it turned out really well. They actually won a lot of film festivals and, and yeah. won some awards and, and great things are going to happen for them. So that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to invest some, some money yeah. um, towards one of these movies that I'm working with. Do you know Jared and Nicole Stoll? Uh, no. His name sounds familiar, though. They're, they're improv. They're like comedian-type okay. actors. Um, they were in Door 7. Their okay. daughter was in Door 7 also. Right on. Um, but we are we're writing something that that is specifically trying to to capture an audience at a film festival. Okay, um, and it's kind of based on their their daughter um, who builds these wings, these beautiful wings, and 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 thinks that she can fly. And so, kind of the the end of the first act is she's on the roof, oh, okay. and the family realizes what's going on. Oh, right on. Um, you know, so. Looking at how we can finance that and then make sure we do it well enough that we can send it to film festivals. So how um, do people get in touch with you then if they want to help out on these? Are, um, you, are you recruiting then, basically? Right I would now? be recruiting, yeah. and, the, and that would be a paid project. Yeah. I mean, just because we need to get... That's not one we can say, hey, if you can show up, great. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, if you're going to show up, we're, you know, we're doing you this. better show up, we're paying. Yeah. Um, just because it's that important. That one seems like it would be a career mover. Mm-hmm. Um and I really like what the Garcias have done. Um, a lot of their stuff is in my style. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking to do, but way different story. Yeah. And and so that would probably be shooting in the spring. But, oh, okay. I mean, you can you can follow all my stuff on the Newton to Newton Productions. Okay. Um, or Idaho Film Family, I think is what I started. Okay. It's just a group where I can, it's just, it feels a lot easier to say, hey, casting call for all these things instead of like showing all of my clients what I'm doing, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I kind of got embarrassed when I was looking for for some crew, and there was like post after post after post, and it was like due in two days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, geez, oops. I first, so let's do it. This is public. Privately. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I wouldn't even think about that. No, yeah. oops. <laughs> oh well, Idaho casting also. Mm-hmm. I mean, I put it on there too. Yeah. So Idaho casting is awesome. Yeah. So the, I mean, actors, actors would be easy to find. Mm-hmm. He, everyone wants to act, and they're excited yeah, they to do. act. And I want to make sure I, I get things that are you know real material for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love, um, I love actors, and a lot of them have done PA work for me. And then it's like, oh, I'm writing a scene for you because I love you so much as PA. Yeah. Um, but crew is going to be the main thing with that one, especially when yeah. I'm renting. You know, when I'm well, I'm going to be getting like a a fire truck. And a condor or like a cherry picker or whatever. Oh, okay. To be able to shoot on the roof and, and things like that. Oh, and sweet. So we we're going to try and go, I mean, essentially you have to impress filmmakers. Yeah, yeah. And you can only impress filmmakers with money. So yeah. <laughs> it helps. It helps. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, right on. I'm excited to check out that stuff, and Lots we'll be of stuff. we'll be we'll be uh, keeping a lookout for. So the next thing that you have coming pro- probably to film festivals will be Door Seven, yeah. most likely. Right well, now. we'll see. I don't know when the know. horror film festivals are. Are they only yeah. in October? Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I'm gonna get somebody to help me with the uh, the film festival stuff. Cool, because I'm I'm brand new to that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, if you get any good tips, you let me know because oh. I'm still trying oh, yeah. to figure out how to work that system myself. <laughs> I've already told you all my secrets. Yeah, that's good. I'll take those two. <laughs> you should. Uh, glow, the, the light wands and light the wands and shut, shut up, up cards. cards. Cool. Well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you no, coming in. No, this is really and fun. Chatting. So um, we'll be in touch. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs>